Welcome to this episode of TVH Health Chat with Temecula Valley Hospital. Today we're discussing the flu, and joining me is Jacob Vinoker. He's the Director of Infection Prevention at Temecula Valley Hospital. Jake, I'm so glad to have you with us. What a big topic right now. First, tell us a little bit about what we're seeing in this year's flu season. How would you characterize it? Well, thank you very much for having me. Glad to be here. What we're seeing is a, a fairly severe flu season this year. started off predominantly influenza B strains, and now we're seeing that trend back towards influenza A. So far this year, the range of total illnesses is between 26 and 36 million cases with 250,000 to 440,000 hospitalizations and an estimated 14,000 to 36,000 deaths. Wow. So have we hit the peak yet? Are we right in the middle of it? How does that work? At last check, we had not hit the peak. Still waiting on some data to come in locally across the nation. We're still seeing an increase. So should we still get vaccinated at this point? Absolutely. It's not too late to get vaccinated right up until the last month of flu season. Flu season typically runs from October 1st until March 31st. However, we have seen in some previous seasons recently that flu season has been lasting a little bit longer than normal. It does seem to hang around a little bit longer now. So what about for children too small to get the vaccination? What do you want parents to know about keeping those children safe and who can get the vaccination? So yeah, basically everyone six months and older, unless they have certain medical contraindications, should get a flu vaccine each season. For those under six months, it's best to limit interactions with anybody that might have flu-like illness. Certainly good frequent hand hygiene, good respiratory etiquette when you're around someone that has not been vaccinated, and just limiting interactions with people in general during flu season. But if they do have to interact with others, again, just making sure that they are performing good hand hygiene and using good respiratory etiquette. So, Jake, let's talk about the elephant in the room because everybody hears about the coronavirus. And while it is different than the flu, some people are more scared of it. Clear that up for us and tell us the difference between the coronaviruses, as simple as the common cold, and what the flu is. Tell us the difference. So coronavirus and influenza virus are are two totally different families of viruses. Typically, you know, we see coronavirus as the causes of the common cold. There are several human coronaviruses in existence, but coronavirus has also been found in certain animal populations. So when we see these viruses cross from animals to people, that they become an issue because it's something that the human body hasn't necessarily been exposed to before. The primary reservoir, we believe, of the coronavirus is bats. And then it's then able to make its way to other animals like camels in the case of Middle Eastern Respiratory Syndrome coronavirus and civic cats as in the case of SARS back in the early 2000s. So typically with coronavirus, you see less severe illness than the flu, a little bit slower onset than the flu. Flu usually comes on very quickly with fever, chills, body aches, maybe some upper respiratory symptoms which is different from the coronavirus that usually starts with a sore throat, cough, maybe a runny nose, and then slowly progresses over time. We have been seeing with the coronavirus this year is somewhat subtle symptoms early on, and then after about day eight of infection, that illness is becoming more severe. That's been some of the patterns we've seen 
which is different from the flu because the flu usually comes on very quickly and then just gradually decreases over the course of about seven days, but could take up to two weeks to resolve completely. Well, thank you for clearing that up for the listeners, because I know there is definitely some confusion surrounding that. Now tell us about the flu again. What if somebody gets it? How long are you contagious? Is it something, you know, that you have to stay home a week? How do we know when we're not contagious anymore? Right. It's a great question. And the flu is especially tricky in that way because most people are contagious up to one day before they actually exhibit any symptoms. So we have to be very careful with those who haven't been vaccinated, especially if they're coming into a healthcare facility or something like that. The incubation time for the flu is typically around one to four days. And then once you have onset of symptoms, it usually takes around seven days for those symptoms to resolve and you are going to be infectious during that time. And the recommendation is to return to work or your other normal activities either after seven days or until 24 hours after your symptoms resolve, which includes fever, at which point you should be much less infectious and safe to return to normal activities. If someone does get the flu, are there any drugs available to help reduce the severity of some of those symptoms. Can you tell us a little bit about Tamiflu and when we might be able to request it from our provider? So Tamiflu is an example of one antiviral drug that someone can take if they feel they're getting the flu. It's important to go to your provider, especially if you're a high-risk individual and you might be at risk of other complications from getting the flu. This includes adults who are 65 years and older, pregnant women, young children, those with asthma, diabetes, HIV, AIDS, or other forms of immune suppression, and cancer. Those populations should definitely go to the provider as soon as they think that they have the flu and get a prescription for Tamiflu, which could shorten the duration of illness by around one to two days. For the rest of the population that isn't at high risk, generally it's, it's a good thing just to stay home, stay away from others, and just rest until you get better. However, your doctor may prescribe Tamiflu to help you get over your symptoms more quickly, but that would be dependent on your doctor. Well, that's really great information for people to know. What else would you like us to know about this year's flu? And keeping ourselves protected even at this point, what would you like us to know about the vaccination and the importance of discussing this with our provider? Yeah, absolutely. Still, you know, very important to get vaccinated regardless of what the efficacy numbers state. Getting the flu vaccine will in general, reduce the severity of flu illness, even if you do get it. And like other any other respiratory virus, it's very important to use good respiratory etiquette, avoid contact with others that may have symptoms compatible with the flu, and of course, always practice good hand hygiene when interacting with surfaces in your environment. Thank you so much, Jake, for joining us today and sharing your expertise. So many people have questions about the flu, and thank you for even answering questions about coronavirus for us. That wraps up this episode of TVH Health Chat with Temecula Valley Hospital. Please visit our website at TemeculaValleyHospital.com for more information and to get connected with one of our providers. Please remember to subscribe, rate, and review this podcast and all the other Temecula Valley Hospital podcasts. Physicians are independent practitioners who are not employees or agents of Temecula Valley Hospital. The hospital shall not be liable for actions or treatments provided by physicians. This is Melanie Cole.